What's up, religion and listeners? So I just did a podcast earlier today that's, that aired around 8 p.m. It's like 8.30 p.m. right now. I'm about to do another one. This one um, will air Sunday about s- between 7 and 8, something like that on Sunday. But this one's going to be about like a... Um, I'm going back to type uh, for a minute. So, <clears throat> so when it comes to type, there is a such thing as there is a standard. It got to be a standard for a breed. Um, every animal, every species of animal has a type or a markings that we, that let you know that that's what it is. When you see a raccoon, how they look. Only thing very in raccoons pretty much is their size. I think they have something to do with where they're raised, where they grew up at. Their habitat. Polar bears or white. You got the black bear, you got the brown bear, you got tigers. They have a type. Lions have a type. Everything has a type. So the Birmingham roller, people trying to say, oh, there's no thing as type. They gotta have a type. The West of England have a type. Short-faced tumbler has a type. Type. Tipplers have a type. Race hummers have a type. So why not the Birmingham Roller? They do have a type. It is the basic type. Uh, Pensum explains it, explains it the best, probably. Give you the basic understanding of type. But what should vary that in that? You may have some a little longer, a little taller little wider but the basic type is still pretty much the same I'm saying this to say that one type is not no better than the other when it comes to performance the type is the best is the type that, that fits that family of birds the best but I'm not going to get into that part but I'm going to get into something that's a little more relaxed a little more relaxed conversation about type it's like when you have a, a, a family of birds, they start looking like they do the like everything. They look, they resemble. Only thing, thing changes pretty much is their um, is their color, their markings. Pretty much, pretty much that's it. Body structure. Some might be a little bit longer in the end, a little bit wider in the chest, but still they bas- basically look the same, right? So when you get that type set in your family of birds, once it's set and you've been breeding that family together for five plus years, just them birds, there's a, there's a tip type that sort of molds. They mold to a specific type that they're recognizable within that bloodline, right? So once that's set, once that's set and everything else is equal, like they're rolling real good, stock quality is good, um, their fly pattern is the same. You know, all the other stuff match. You no longer really have to select for type because that type will not change. Every now and then, it's gonna throw some throwbacks. No matter what you do, you're gonna see them. And most time, you get them throwbacks, they're gonna stand out in some kind of way. Even when it comes to performance and or flying, right? So. You just breed your birds based on the performance traits to keep those locked in. You got to keep selecting for those, though. You got to keep that. 
that will disappear because it's not a natural trait for the for a pigeon. It's not natural. Like one of the things I, I noticed that people say if if, if, you, if the roll gene go unchecked for generations, the roll birds will stop rolling. And I think that's true. You gotta keep that well, some traits will disappear, but they're always gonna roll to some degree. If you even if you don't never bring them in and take anything out. I mentioned that in the last podcast. But this is just about type. The reason why I'm talking about this, because me and my buddy Bruce Hall, we always talk about a lot of different things when it comes to pigeons. Well, he's in New Mexico, I'm in LA. So we can't see each other's birds regularly. So we talk about different things, different subjects. So we just have me talking about type every now and then. So he showed me a bird that he, he didn't really like as much at first, but then he started liking it. Then when he started producing off of it, it produced real good. But the bird is not a bad bird. It still lines up in the boundary of the family. I'm saying you got to at one end, you got two ends of the spectrum when it comes to type, right? Actually, you have four. You got a top, a bottom, and two ends, right? So the birds still fall in line within that parameter, those parameters right there, right? It's still it's still in line with that. Now you might have to select a mate for it, but not outside the family. So if he keep breeding the birds just based on his family, just based on performance and their ability to do their job when he released them, the type is still, it'll keep molding to, to fit the family. It'll keep molding to fit the family. Cause most time the birds that don't fit within that don't, don't usually be as good. Most of the time, once that stuff is set. Now there are exceptions to every rule. But like like they like Pism said in his book, they're not trying to breed the exceptions. They're trying to breed the exceptional. So once that's said, there's nothing you can do to really mess up that type unless you bring in another bird, right? If you bring in other birds, now that bird is gonna be 50-50, right? So now once you take that back to your family and you get the trace you desire. That's going to set a different type, but it's still going to fall within those parameters. Trust me. I've been doing this and checking this out. Right? Just because a bird fall within the parameters don't mean it's going to be a good one, though. You still got to fly them and check them. And check them. Once you start bringing them real good ones, you're going to see they're going to fit right in. They'll fit like pretty much like right in like a piece of the puzzle. And once you get to that point, there's no need... To re- after, after that, after you cross them, you take it back in. After that, there's really no need to really check for too much type. It's, it's, it's going to fall in. It's going to fall in line. Trust me. <clears throat> that's why most of the time when people bring in birds, they bring in birds that's similar. But if you bring in birds that's working to what they're supposed to do and they really get performance, most of the time they look similar to your birds already. Because the uh, I know it's about all Birmingham Roller families is they all all the real good ones look similar. There might be a some of this family might be a little longer. Most times the longer cast those usually be the deeper birds. I don't know why that is. Just that's just what I've noticed. Some families you get wider chest, shorter copy birds. If you look at it from the top, look like a, a slice of pie from the top. A little rounded in the front and narrow like a triangle. Those be the faster, shorter birds. And most of those birds show an A pattern. 
most of them. <clears throat> I don't set the rules. I just pay attention to some stuff, the stuff that, that happens. All this stuff is important for you to pay attention when it comes to type. You just pay attention to it. You, just, you ain't got to get rid of birds because they built a certain way. You, you figure out that all types can roll to the highest degree. Now, the percentages might change. Fly pattern might change. Wing beat might change. That's why it's important to have everybody similar when it comes to type. All that stuff don't change too much from the worst to the best. It's still close. Right? So the whole point of me saying this is, once you get that type set, after five years of breeding within a close family, without bringing anything in, there's nothing you can do within your family to mess that up. Unless you just start bringing the worst birds on purpose, which I don't think nobody's going to do that, but you're going to bring in the best performers, the birds that fit what you need them to do. The birds are doing the job you require them to do. That's the birds you're going to start bringing in, and you're going to find those, those birds going to look similar to the other ones off the other pairs and off the parents and grandparents. I ain't going to say great-grandparents, but grandparents. So the type don't really change too much when you got a close family if you're not bringing nothing in. It don't change too much because birds can only throw what's in them. And if you got that one bird that, that's got the type is a little off way in the background, it might pop up every now and then. That's simple. Keep it in the kid box. Just don't bring it into the loft. That's all. Now, if you do go a third, fourth generation bird <clears throat> without bringing the bird in, and the bird is a little off type, but it does everything perfect. I mean, it flies into the middle, to the front of the kid. I mean, it's, it's, it goes on 90% of the breaks, because no bird goes on every break all the time. It's like saying Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant will score 30 points all the time. Not going to happen. Anyway, if it has all that, what you're going to do is when you do bring it in, you're going to bring it a bird and put it to a bird that matches that bird performance or better, but it's also closer to the rest of the family in type. Hopefully them genes recognize genes and when they breed them babies, they, they'll come out looking like Eric Boston family. Most, most likely they will. Which if that bird's like a throwback. You know what I'm saying? So we don't have to pay so much attention to type once our families get set. It's all about performance. It's all about performance. Now, 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 I implore you guys, you newer guys, to learn about the Birmingham Road. Learn about the Tumblr. Learn them birds. Learn how they look. The reason why I say Tumblr because you're going to have some Birmingham Rollers going to throw birds that resemble, more, that resemble Tumblers more than they resemble Rollers. And you got to be able to recognize that too. And they're going to show you that they resemble tumblers because they're going to get up and they're going to tumble. Learn the difference between the two. You know what I'm saying? Learn it. Just take your time learning. Learn some stuff about your birds, about the Birmingham Roller. It'll become a whole lot easier for you in the long run. Because there's going to come a time when that when the BOPs lessen and guess what's going to happen? Now you have to show what you really got. That's what it's going to do. It's going to make you throw your excuse out the window. Now you got to fly some pigeons. Like I said in my last podcast, there was some dudes that was flying birds when we weren't getting hit, and they still wasn't shit. And now they're getting hit, and they ain't making the snacks as an excuse now. Trust me, they weren't doing good when we weren't getting hit. There are some guys like that. 
So it's not about them just saying, learn your bird, learn type. Type type to me is when helps the, the, the delivery of role and the carry, how they carry themselves through the role. Type has a lot to do with that. How, how smooth they look, how effortless they look, how effortless they do it. Because you can have a basketball players, two basketball players, right? They got the same speed, same height, but one way, they're both 6'5", but one is 6'5", 210, and one is 6'5", 270. How many players 6'5", 270 that can run as fast as somebody that's 210? How many players like that in any sport? It's very few. Could very few that big want to run that fast. Same thing as a bird. When a bird is off tight, he got to work harder to do the same thing a smaller or more type your bird has to do. That's just how it is. Like a gymnast. Them short, them short gymnasts, flexible. So good they can, they can go flip, do, turn them back flips and all that somersaults with ease. Why do you think you don't see no 6'5 gymnasts? Build like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Why do you think you don't see none of those? They're not the right type to right the type to do it efficiently at a high percentage. That's why. And that's how you gotta look at type, just like that. So with that being said, I'm gonna end this one. So you know what we're gonna do, right? You know our motto. Select, breed, fly, select again, repeat. That's what you gotta keep doing. Always do that. Selection is key. Keith Lunder Rogan out. Peace. Thank you.